How are we? Oh, it's so good to see your faces. So good. Um, well, it has been a season. My, my word this morning is only going to be very, very, very fairly. I'm, making, I'm straight back into it and I'm already making up words again. Verily. Um, it's going to be fairly short. And um, how many people know that when you, like, if you, has anyone ever here, like, done a double up or written a message before? Wave your hand in the air if you've ever had to do that. And, like, you've got, like, 11,000 thoughts and you've got to get it into, like, 10 minutes. That's, that was me. And I was like, rewrote this and I wrote this and I'm like, oh, I'm going to talk about this. Oh, but the tabernacle. Oh. Uh, and so today is going to try and be as brief and as simple as possible. I'm also aware that um, people in the room are all, all stages of the journey. I know that there are people here that have been uh, Christians and going to church for 50 years. I know that there are people whose this is their first time to church today. So welcome, Haremai, kia ora, good to see you all, um, and I'm super excited about today, and I'm going to keep it brief. But we are in a new season. Um, I believe it's a bit of an end of a chapter. I believe that COVID stuff is going to continue a little bit, but I think in my spirit, I have felt like there's been a shift, that something is shifting in the spiritual, something is shifting for Cornerstone Church Rolleston, and something is shifting for me personally as well. And you know, when you, when you change season, when you go from one thing to another, it's really important to stop, to reflect, and to ask yourself a really uncomfortable question. Who likes uncomfortable questions? Just me? If you've ever been to Bible college, they ask you really uncomfortable questions. What did you learn? What did you learn over the last couple of years? Are you exactly the same that you were going into this two years ago? No? Now you're like, now I know how to use Zoom. (laughs) No, (laughs) Lyndon still doesn't know how to use Zoom. I would hedge a bet that all of us have learnt, developed, and grown, and struggled in some way over the last two years. We are all different to what we were two years ago. You know, our last, um, thank you, Abby, wherever you are, our last um, cornerstone is growth, growing, right? And I think that we need to develop and we need to grow. But there has been a change of seasons. And I think we're coming into a a fresh season. But the question you should ask, what have I learned? What have I learned? And if I were to ask myself this, I should have thought about this before I said I'm going to say it out loud, but I will. What have I learned over the last couple of years? Um, That I own my faith. That it's mine alone. And that if I don't work on it, you're not going to do that for me. I think as a leader, as a pastor, I've learned that the main thing is developing and growing people in Christ. Not developing and growing a Sunday size capacity. Right? Like, if, if you measure your, as a minister, as a leader, if you measure your growth on numbers and size, your world has crumbled over the last two years. And I've met them. <laughs> I've met the people. I'm counting numbers online. <sighs> I'm like, dude, just chill. It's okay. Develop and grow your people. Um, and so that has been something that I've been taking away. That's what I've learned. But a change of season. Can we all say change of season? Awesome. 
I believe we're coming into a season of renewed thinking, a season of responding to Christ, a season of authenticity, a season of boldness, a season of worship, and a seasoning. A seasoning? I think I saw someone up there today doing this. A seasoning of awakening. Can we all say awakening? Awakening. But there is a new season. How many people know that things change in a different season? What was was okay. Uh, Pastor Ray Thompson did a great sermon last year sometime about baggage and what you should change and, and other bits and pieces. If we go to the slides, hopefully this works. Right. You know, um, what I'm going to do is when I'm in a season of... Um, got my Hawaiian t-shirt... I was going to put my jandals on, but I don't want to take my shoes off. You don't want my shoes off either. All right. Is there anything... Well, there's probably something wrong with this. Uh, but is there anything wrong necessarily with what I'm wearing in the right situation and right space? Is there anything necessarily that I'm wearing wrong? No. What about the season? Say the season's up there. But there's nothing wrong with the outfit I'm wearing, is there? There is nothing wrong with the clothes I'm wearing, but sometimes we wear the wrong clothes for the wrong season, right? So, okay, I've got this. This is cool. All right, okay. No, I've, I've cottoned on now. The season's changed. Hang on a second. All right, hang on, hang on, hang on. All right. Get my manly beanie. anyone know what these things are? Like they're just... All right, I've cottoned on. Look, I'm now ready for the season, okay? Oh, it's really good. You or me? Oh, it's really warm all of a sudden. I am overdressed for the season. Nothing wrong with this, right? And it worked really well for a... It was really good, designed for the season, it was really good in that season, but I, I'm a little bit late. Am I wearing, am I in the right, am I dressed for the season now? No, it is, it's going to do it again, I think. So hot that you could fry an egg. Michaela, this is Michaela on her Facebook page when she was in Rarotonga two weeks, no, I'm, I'm joking. Nothing wrong with what I'm wearing, nothing wrong with what you were necessarily doing the last season, but the season has changed. And so when the season changes, we need to change. Can I take my beanie off now? Thank you. And that pile of clothes is pretty indicative to how sometimes you get dressed, right? Oh, let's just leave that. We don't need to do that. We can do whatever. The season's changed. It's hot. I've got a verse that has been going around in my mind, a very famous verse. It's 1 Corinthians, and it's simply this. Sorry, 2 Corinthians, whoops, 5.17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. I got a real sense in my spirit that everybody here today is coming into a new season. You either know Christ and you can be developed and grow. Like the thing about growing is not... It's not a one-time thing. You don't grow just one time. I saw um, the Wayne boys just before, and they're like 11 foot tall now. And I'm like, I'm not okay with this. Um, 
But it's not a one-time thing. It doesn't happen overnight. It's a slow, gradual process. So we need to grow. And I know that there are people here on that faith journey. Maybe you don't know Jesus this morning. I think you guys and myself included and and everybody everywhere, um, we all need to take a step into the new season. I do prophetically think that this is a season of boldness. Not just for Cornerstone, but for Christians. This is a season of authenticity. This is a season of developing and growing people. And I do believe that this is a season of growth. Not just growth of numbers, and I'm not just talking about Cornerstone, but you know what? Like, I want to see the kingdom of God added to every day. The book of Acts said that they were added to daily. Thousands of people were added. Well, I want to see that. Do you? I want to see, not just for our own church's sake, but for the kingdom of God, I want to see people added to. There is a new season that is coming. So can we just look at this for a second? There's a few points here. If you take the core points out and you just list them, it says, in Christ, new creation, old is dead, new has come. If we're going to move into the season, this is a really good template for us to look at. Okay, We are in Christ, and if you don't have a relationship with Jesus yet, you can be. You can have a relationship with God simply by asking, just saying, God, I want to be in relationship with you. I want to be in connection with you. And what I'm going to do at the end of the service is we're going to give you the opportunity to respond if you would like to for the first time or the thousandth time. It's up to you. In Christ, not in church. Notice it doesn't say that. In Christ, not in churchianity. It's in our faith with God, not in attending Sunday, being like, oh, I came to Cornerstone three times this year. That's my quota. I'm sweet. I remember a few years ago, uh, I was talking to a guy, nothing to do with this church. He was an old flatmate from Hamilton, and he was living way off the rails. And uh, he's a guy that um, is quite intimidating, a guy that uh, a lot of people don't really speak up to, uh, didn't help that. He was a professional rugby player and we're about six foot five. And um, he said, oh, because he was going off doing all the things that he decided to go away from church for a little bit. But he definitely loved God. And I said to him, bro, what are you up to? And he said, oh, don't worry about it, Trey. It's okay. I think I've told this story before. It's all right. He said, when I was 14, he said, I said the sinner's prayer and me and Jesus are good now. And I was like, I wonder how you're going to do this conflict resolution really well. <laughs> Um, because that's not what the Bible says. It's about a relationship. It's about a long-lasting daily relationship. So we are in Christ for this new season. We need to be focused on the main thing. What do we always say? The main thing is the? The main thing is Jesus. Let's keep the main thing. It's in Christ, right? We need to be in Christ, not in religion. We need to be not standing amongst the lights, but lit from within by the light of the world. I think a lot of us go, look, I'm glowing. It's like, yeah, well, it's probably because you're standing amongst some lights. Are you admitting, admitting, admitting a, a, a light from within you, or are you just standing amongst the candles, being lit? <laughs> yeah, it's a hard word, isn't it? New creation. All right, sorry, my eyeballs are not playing nicely. Um. You know the thing about a new creation is it's not finite. Like things will always develop and grow. You know, even when you're an adult, I don't know if you know this, but you change and you grow. Sometimes in areas you don't want to. Sometimes 
gray turns up, sometimes wrinkles turn up. I remember when I, I didn't have my eyesight for three years, and then I got contact lenses for the first time and looked at myself in the mirror, and I'd gone from what, like 27 to like 30, 31? And Hannah heard from the bathroom, what are those? <laughs> Suddenly I had these wrinkly things, but I had never seen them before. <laughs> we are a new creation. We're not finite. We are continually growing. We have the ability to grow, to learn, and to change. So we don't need to be afraid of the unknown. We can step into it. For this new season, we need to be in Christ, keeping the main thing the main thing. And we need to know that we can always be a new creation. We can always go back to God, and He can always restore and redeem us, wherever you are right now. And maybe you're new, and you're thinking, man, Dre, if you knew the things that I'd got up to, you, you know, you'd know that I'm not, I shouldn't really be in church. You and I can play that game. You might not win with me. (laughs) And here I am. (laughs) The old is dead. Don't wear a puffer jacket into the next season. It might be good and you might need to keep it, but don't wear the old things because it works then necessarily. Be ready for a new thing. God God has something new for you. My my desire this morning, if, if anything, is to simply say, what is God speaking to you about? And if you could take a magic pill and be more faith-filled, have more of a desire and a hunger and a passion to chase after God and to love and encounter His worship, to be faithful, stepping out and to be bold, honestly, who would take the pill if it was as simple as taking a pill? I would. I certainly would. Because I have my own issues. And I, and I, I don't think it's as simple as that, obviously. But the first thing that we must do, the first key, is not in what we do, but it's in who. It's in Christ Jesus and it's in the Holy Spirit. I believe this next season requires of us to get into the Holy Spirit, to to, to be told by the Holy Spirit, to be directed by the Holy Spirit. That doesn't necessarily mean, uh, we don't have chandeliers here, we probably won't in our new building, uh, but hanging from the chandeliers as the old sort of Pentecostals used to say, or doing X, Y, or Z. I'm just saying, are you led by the one true living God that can speak into all creation and knows everything about you? Are you being led by Him in the presence and in the person of the Holy Spirit? Because if you're doing that, Man, you can grow, you can develop, and you can step into this new season. Holy Spirit is key. I wrote this down better than I said it. One moment, please. The key to change is not in the what, but in the who. It's in Jesus. God wants to see hunger. God wants to see faith. God wants to see hope, love, service, relationship, and a hunger for his presence a hunger for his word and encounter, a hunger for missions and for strong relationships and marriages. I believe that God is wanting an an awakening of our souls. An awakening sounds like a really weird kind of like thing. Like I had an awakening while I was in India um, with my hippie pants. I'm just saying... (laughs) I'm just saying an awakening is simply a revelation of something in the spiritual. God is calling us, calling you into this next season to develop and to grow. The key is to simply say, I don't know what that looks like, God, but I'm willing. I don't know what that looks like, and I can't see in that murky shadow, but I'm going to take a step. And who do we trust in? We trust in God, and we're led by the Holy Spirit. 
That's all. I know that every person here, I know there's new businesses. I know there's new ministry. I know there is a desire and a passion for reading your Bible or for prayer. If you want to hear a, a story of awakening, um, there's heaps in the Bible, but someone here, I'm just going to pick on him. I don't know where he is. Where are you, Willie? Wave your hand in the air. You're over there somewhere. Willie had a bit of an awakening around prayer, didn't you, Willie? Uh, God just really spoke to him. He got on his knees and he's been praying, and it sort of turned his life upside down. Sometimes Jesus will do that. <laughs> Talk to Willie. He'll tell you about it. An awakening, a passion, and I need it too. So today, my hope is with this new season, this new space, is that we would just simply look at it and go, you know what, this could be a milestone. This could be go, man, do you remember when we finally were able to get back and then God spoke to me and I was like, you know what, I can be bold with my neighbor. I can do this. I'm going to read my Bible. I've really got a hunger and a passion. God started speaking to me in dreams that day. God started speaking to me in visions that day. I was led by the Holy Spirit. You know, it could be today. It could be. My, my excitement level is that it would be for all of us. That we'd go, you know, today's, today's as good a day as any other. This new season, this new start, why don't we come together and go, look, let's do this together. And I think in worship is a good place to do it as well. We're going to go into a, a block of worship now. Um, and now's a good time to just go, I'm going to give up the, the old stuff. I'm going to put my puffer jacket down. And if God is calling me to respond in a new way, I'm going to do that. So my challenge this morning is, are you standing amongst the lights or are you illuminated within by the light? What, just even in a worship song, what does it look like for you to respond? I've always said that the cross, the acts of Jesus on the cross, require a response. The cross requires of us a response. And that word response is something on my own heart that I've felt for the last year for Cornerstone, that I want us to be a church that responds to God. I want us to be a church that responds to the Holy Spirit. I want us to be a Jesus that, Jesus, I want us to be a people that respond to Jesus when he calls us. It doesn't have to look like it does for the person next door, but what does it look like for you to respond to Jesus? It's a given up. Would you stand with me? This is a song called Awake My Soul. I've asked the worship team to learn it and do it for us today. Whose clothes did they just leave in the middle of the floor? It's a fairly easy one. And can I ask of this? Would you be willing to let go? If you've never worshipped God before and you're like, what are these weird Christian songs? They're just simply talking about the character and the nature of God. And if you're interested in giving God a go, just simply look at those words, think about what they mean. And uh, Pastor Lyndon, I know he's got some stuff on his heart in between some of the songs. He's going to ask you to respond. I'm going to leave that up to him. He's awesome. But my encouragement would be, what can you do today, now, even in the physical, to just step out? One of the things we say here at Cornerstone is to be comfortable with the uncomfortable. Sounds like fun. I've done this from time to time. If you would like, I'm going to get you guys, give you an opportunity to come up the front 
and just worship God. It's no different to where you are now, except there's an act of obedience and coming to the front and just worshiping God. It's not about other people. It's about doing something different and saying, God, I'm here. I've got my hands raised and and, uh, surrender to you. And I want you to do something new in my life. I'm doing something new. I never go up the front. I'm too spiritual. (laughs) Or I, I wouldn't want people to watch. People aren't watching. Worship team, I'm going to grab the mic at some point and encourage you guys to come up.